Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Grab a seat, amen. We're glad you're here with us, amen. And so uh, we just pray that God will meet you in this place, amen. Uh, we're going to jump back into the series, amen, of going deeper. Somebody say going deeper. Amen. We, we took a time off, amen, with Black uh, uh, Good Friday, Palm Sunday, and then last week of Easter, amen. And so uh, we're going to jump back into our series, amen. There's a few things that uh, we want to do, amen, that God wants to do inside of us, amen. So I'm just going to go over a reminder of what we've been going through uh, throughout this series. We come to understand that the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals. Come on, He is the one that empowers. He is the one that releases and he is the one that transforms. Amen. The Holy Spirit loves you so much. He doesn't want to leave you the way you are. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we came in broken. We came in disgusted. Amen. Down and out. Whatever it is, God does not want you to leave that way. Come on, whatever way you came in, he wants you to leave a little better. Can somebody say amen in this place? The Holy Spirit loves you that much. Amen. He wants to change you and renew your mind. The Holy Spirit wants to help you, set you free, and bring transformation. Amen? But listen, deep transformation happens with a, one decision at a time. One decision at a time. No matter what your emotions are telling you, you got to do the truth. Amen? Come on, tell, tell your neighbor, do the truth. Come on, you got to do the right thing. Come on, we're so good at doing the wrong thing. Come on, somebody that we need to understand to do the right thing. Amen. If you do the right thing, how many know that the Lord will bless you? Right? Come on, you do good, good things happen. We do bad, bad things happen. Come on, we, we, we know what the cycle is, and so we got to do the right things. I know that our emotions can tell us to do something else at times. Come on, tell her off. Tell him off. Come on, somebody. Come on, get with me. I'm on. Come on, run them over. Hallelujah. I don't know. Some of you guys go a little wild, amen, out there. Come on. But I say to you, do the truth. Do the right thing. Come on, somebody. Transformation requires us to do the right thing no matter how we're feeling. Doing the truth can be hard at times. Can somebody say amen? Come on. There are times where I just wanted to say something. Come on, times times that I wanted to do something, I wanted to express my feelings, I wanted to lay my hands on somebody, come on, to pray for them. Come on. But the Spirit would tell me, do the right thing, amen, do the truth. But we say, Jesus, you don't, you don't know what they did to me, you don't know how I feel, and Jesus says, oh, I know. I know how you feel. Do the truth. Say that with me. Do the truth. See, you got to be patient with yourself. Come on. Somebody say hello. Come on. A lot of us are impatient. Can, 
Can anybody agree with me? Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm the first to say that I'm a very impatient man at times. Amen. There, there's certain things that I, I got to have in order for, for me. Amen. If they're, they're out of order, amen, it, it just drives me nuts. And so I, at times I got to be patient within myself. Amen. But you got to be patient with yourself. Amen. Also, you got to be patient with the Holy Spirit. Come on. Now, patient does not mean passive. It doesn't mean letting people walk all over you. But patient does mean doing the right thing. Amen? See, as you talk to God, express how you feel. Trust in the Spirit to show you what you need to see and trusting Him with the timing, amen, for your healing to come. The Holy Spirit knows you better than you know yourself. Come on, somebody. Come on, he's always looking and he's always working within you to do the good, amen. Once you learn to be patient with yourself, the transformation process speeds up. But it starts by giving yourself grace. Somebody say grace. See, when the Holy Spirit comes and he dwells inside of us, church, you no longer have to settle for living in the past. How many want to let go of some past things? I want to say goodbye to the past. Come on, somebody say goodbye. Come on, there, there are things in our past, amen, that drag us down. There are things back there that we need to just pass it, man. And it's in our minds, amen, but the transformation has to come, amen, in order for us to move forward, amen. So we got to understand, Holy Spirit, we want you to come in. We want you to dwell inside of us. We, we want to go deeper with you. And when we start to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and settle in us, then we can start to move forward from our past. Can somebody say amen? You no longer have to be dominated or controlled by the automatic responses that are programmed in the center of our brain. Remember, the center of the brain is where all the emotions, where all the hurts are stored, amen, up, amen. This is where you, you, your, your survival, uh, survival mode is, amen. This is where your fight mode is. It's all in the center of the brain. That's what clicks, amen, inside of us. That's what we react to. That, that's how we respond to. But Romans chapter 8, 37 says, Yet in all these things, we, say I, we are more than conquerors through, through him who loved us. Listen, the Holy Spirit wants to remove the label of victim from you and declare you more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Come on, he will lead you into victory. And he will set you free from the past pains. Amen. But transformation, church, I mean, it doesn't come easy. Come on. Does it come easy? Come on. It, change takes time, right? Come on. The way we came in, we, we can't expect at times for God to just fix it just like that. We, we, we like the transformation to come in fast. We, we like to change the way we're thinking fast. But sometimes these things just don't come on fast. Amen. We like it to be fast. Our spouses would like it to be fast. Come on, married people, say amen. Hallelujah. But the process is gradual and it takes time. Tell your neighbor it takes time. It takes time for the process to come complete, amen. But the process takes time. you got to be patient with yourself and with the Holy Spirit. Philippians chapter 1, 6 says this, that I am certain that God, who began a good work within you, will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Jesus returns, amen. Come on, you got to be patient. Tell your neighbor, be patient. 
Tell yourself, be patient. You got to be patient. How many know that it starts with you? Somebody say it starts with me. You got to be patient, amen. Some uh, transformation, I, I hate to say, amen, is going to require times of grief. Listen, as we connect ourselves with the hurts of the past. You're going to have to work through the pain that we've all been carrying, amen. Like I said in this series, embracing feeling leads to healing. Embracing feeling leads to healing. The greater the loss, the greater the pain, but I'm here to let you know the greater the healing. Amen. If you come into this church expecting a, a prayer from, from, from one of the leaders here, or from, from Pastor Art, to bring instant transformation, or, or if someone told you, once you get saved at PCLV, all your troubles go away. Come on, I'm here to let you know you're going to be disappointed. Come on, I'm here going to let you know that's not going to happen, amen. I'm not going to lie to you, church. Come on, I'm not saying just give your life to Jesus and everything goes away the next day. Wouldn't that be nice, amen, that if you came up here and I had that kind of anointing to pray over you and all of a sudden marriage is healed, finances healed. Come on, pain gone, cancer gone. Come on, I mean, if that the word went out, this place be packed. But it doesn't happen. It takes Time. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we come to church, and we give church, and we give God. A, come on, a couple of weeks, say, oh, we're going to go to church, amen. If it doesn't change in two weeks, I'm not coming back. I don't think none of us would be here if that happened. Come on, it takes time, church. It's a gradual change, amen. And we got to be patient within ourselves. we got to be patient with the Holy Spirit and allow him to do the good work. How many know that he's doing a good work? Come on, once you allow the Holy Spirit to dwell inside of us, he starts to do a good work, and he'll bring it to completion, church. There's a quote from someone that says, hurt me with the truth, but never comfort me with a lie. Come on. And what hurts you today, listen, makes you stronger tomorrow. Listen, being transformed into the character of Christ involves struggle. Come on. It's hard. It's hard to be that person. It's hard to be that person that does good. It's hard to be Christ-like. Come on, somebody. Talk to me. Come on, to do the right thing each and every time. It's hard to take all that. It's hard for the struggle to allow the Holy Spirit to work inside of us to take those things that, that we are just naturally just, that's how we are, amen, to bring a change the way we think, amen. It takes Time, it takes struggle. Can somebody say amen? Come on, remember Jacob who wrestled with the angel of the Lord? Come on, you remember his struggle? Come on, in Genesis chapter 32, 26, it says this. The man says, let me go. Somebody say, let me go. For it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go until you bless me. Come on. See, God asked you, come on, for some of us, he was saying, are you going through financial struggles here in this place? And he says, why don't you come out? For some of us, it was a struggle to make a move. We don't want to come in. We don't want to let people know, hey, I'm going through a struggle. Our finances are getting hit. But God says, come on up, amen. I want to what? I want to bless you. Come on, how many want to be blessed in this place? Somebody say, bless me. 
Come on, we want to be blessed. And so God says, you know what? I know the struggle's real. I know that it's hard to get out of your comfort zone. I know that you, just to make a move to come to the altar, amen. But if you make your move, and if you come here, I'll bless you. See, the angel in this story asks Jacob, what's your name? And he tells him his name. He says, you know, your name will no longer be Jacob, but what? Israel. Because you have struggled with God and with man. Listen, church. His struggle brought transformation. Come on, your struggle to come to the altar will bring transformation. God wants to bring healing, amen. And there are times that we need to step out of our comfort zone. We got to step out like I have it in control and say, God, I don't have it in control, God. I need some transformation. I need some change in my life, God. I'm going to step out. I'm going to trust you. It's a struggle, amen, but I'm ready to fight through that struggle. And I'm not going to let go of you, God, until you bless me. God wants to bless you. He loves you. He don't want you to walk out the same. He don't want to walk. He doesn't want you to walk out with no hope. Come on, there's hope in God, church. There's no hope in the Pope. <laughs> I hate to tell you that it is, it's only in God. Not in man, but in God, church. There's hope in Christ Jesus, amen. There's hope in the cross of Calvary, amen. There's hope in the blood of Jesus. There's hope, church. All you got to do is struggle to get to the cross, struggle to get into his presence, and he'll do the rest. His transformation brought change. Come on, not only changed him, but changed his name. Come on, we walk in, come on, Torah, we walk in, loser, we walk in, drug addict, we walk in, come on, alcoholic, amen, and God changes your name. He transforms you from a nobody to a somebody. Come on, he changes our name. He says, you're no longer that. You are a son and you are a daughter of God. Changes us. Brought transformation. See, no one can get rid of the inner conflicts within you. No one can pray a magical prayer that suddenly erases those painful memories. You must say, I must. We got to work with the Holy Spirit, church. I can't do it. My wife can't do it. Come on. Uh, people can help us do it. But I can't do it. I need some help. Somebody say, I need some help. How many need some help in this place? I, I can't do this, amen. Come on, just reading the word is okay, amen. Coming to church is all right, but let me tell you, I need a little bit more extra. I need the Holy Spirit. Come on, I need him to come in. You got to invite him in and say, I want change. I want transformation because doing this good things doesn't change you, church. You're going to need some extra help. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because let me tell you, we try to do it on our own, and it only lasts a while, church. Come on, can we be honest? Come on, we can, we, can, we can go to classes, and we can try to just go there for a season, but when the trouble hits, and when the fire's on, church, and the struggle is real, let me tell you, the real you comes out. The real you, hallelujah, comes out of you. 
Come on, it just comes out. That flesh rises up. If you don't have Holy Spirit inside, if you don't have him inside you, controlling you, guiding you, say, hey, slow down, Sister Sharon. <laughs> Come on, right? Oh, don't, don't say it. <laughs> I know it's right there. To hold it in, right? That's the Holy Spirit. He helps us, right? He's our friend because there are things within us. Come on, church. Don't look at me all weird. Hallelujah. All of us go through a season. And like I said, if someone pushes you, your reaction is to what? Push back. Hallelujah. What, what is it? Come on. None of us go, okay. Deep down, amen, we want to say something. Deep down inside us, we know. But if the Holy Spirit's inside of us, come on, he comes right to the spot and he helps us. And the things that we want to say, we go back. Why? It's not because of you. Not because you're all this and all that. It's because of the Holy Spirit that's inside of us. You must work with the Holy Spirit. Transformation, listen, requires cooperation. The Holy Spirit will provide the strength and the energy, listen, that you need to endure the transformation. Listen, everyone wants to change the world, but no one wants to change. Change starts with you. Somebody say me. Come on. I think uh, Michael Jackson had a song. It starts with the what? The man in the mirror. It starts with us. You got to look at the morning. You got to look at yourself when you get up. You need to change. Tomorrow morning, you, or when you get out of church, amen, go to the mirror and says, you need to change. Somebody say, I need to change. Come on, talk to yourself. Look at yourself. Are, are you satisfied? Are you content, amen, or are there, are there changes that you seek? So sometimes we don't see ourselves, but if you stand in the mirror long enough, you can start to see uh, the, some of the flaws inside of us. You can start to see some of the things inside of us that we need to change, amen. Uh, come on, starts with the man and the woman in the mirror. You can't get fixed, church. You can't fix what you won't face. You cannot fix what you won't face. Some of us don't even want to look in the mirror. Come on, let's be honest. Come on, we see right away the hurt. We see the pain within ourselves. That's why we want to look into ourselves. But it starts with us if we want to bring change. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13 says, Dear friends, you always follow my instructions when I was with you, and now that I'm away, it's even more important. Work hard. Somebody say work hard. Work hard to show your results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you and giving you the desires and the power to do what pleases him. We cannot please God in ourselves in our own strength. We need the Holy Spirit, church. I need the Holy Spirit. Each and every day, I, I can't say, I got it today, God. Uh, go help somebody else. No, I, I need that help today. God, I need your strength because we can blow it, listen, church, in a moment. We can blow We can say something in one moment that you cannot erase real quickly. 
There are things, church, that you know what? If we allow the flesh to rise up within us, we allow not the spirit man to live inside of us, then we are going to have a hard time in our walk with God. We need the spirit man to always resign inside of us, to live here, to take resident within our bodies, amen, and say, God, this is the holy, this is my temple right here that I wanted to make it holy. I want you to live inside of it. I want you to help me because there are things that I say and things that I do without you, amen. I need your help to stop me from saying something back when my boss is yelling at me or my co-workers are getting on my nerves, amen. I need some help because inside I want to do something, but I know that inside, if you have me, uh, you'll help me do the right thing each and every time. It gives you life. You do the right thing, you're blessed. You do the truth, you're blessed. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, do the truth. We need the work of the Holy Spirit. And how, how do we work hard for this transformation to come in? How, how does this happen, church? Listen. We work with the Holy Spirit by bringing our funky attitude to him. Come on. It starts with who? You. Say me. Come on. It starts with you. Come on. Don't point the funk out of other people. Oh, they need to go up there. Oh, she needs it. They need it. All this stuff. No, no. You need it. It starts with you. Hallelujah. Bring your funky attitude to him by confessing your faults, amen, and allowing him to cleanse our wicked hearts. Come on, church. Our hearts are wicked. Apart from God, we are nothing, amen. Uh, come on. We have evil thoughts. Come on, somebody. That doesn't matter how, how long you've been saved. Thoughts drop in, amen. The enemy comes. Things happen because of the flesh that's within us, amen. So we need the Holy Spirit to help us. So we got to go to him and say, this is my funky attitude. These are my thoughts. These are my everything. You got to bring your twisted thinking to him. Hallelujah. Come on, that negative attitude to him. Allowing him to show you how to think right by speaking to us through the scriptures. I don't hear God will open your Bible and you'll hear God. Come on. He'll talk to you. The Holy Spirit will show you. Open the scriptures and let the word of God minister to you. Come on, we come to church and we get ministered to. But at home, amen, when no one's around, you're going through that funk stage. Hallelujah. You got to open up the Bible, amen, and allow the Holy Ghost to speak to you through God's word. Come on, somebody. We invite him to expose the lies that we have believed and redirect it to the truth, church. In other words, we got to do the truth. We invite him and his views of things inside our lives. Amen. We ask him to reveal himself to us, to give us words and understanding, to do what we need to do at the moment. If you call on Jesus, let me tell you, he'll always be there. Come on, it's not that you, you call him and he doesn't answer. Come on, it's like, like calling him in. You know, come on, I, he's not looking and says, oh, it's him, amen. I'm not going to pick it up. Come on, we do that on the flesh here, hallelujah. It's sister so-and-so, oh, brother so-and-so. I'm not talking to them right now. Come on, let's just be honest, hallelujah. But God, you can call and he picks it up at the first ring. He picks up, what do you need, son? What do you need, daughter? We can, we have to go to him when we're going through some seasons and say, God, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. Come on, this is what I feel like doing. God, help me. 
And he comes at a moment's notice, and he gives us words, and, and he gives us understanding, church. Uh, come on, we memorize. We got to memorize and pray through scriptures. I don't know what to pray. Pray a scripture over you. Come on, read the scriptures and pray it over you, church. Those are words of God to help us to memorize some of the things. I'm more than a conqueror. Everybody knows that, amen. Memorize those things. Use those things in those times and moments, God. Come on, use it to build yourself up, amen. That if he's for me, nothing can come against me. These are words that you can pray over yourself. Can somebody say amen? Come on, this will help us go deeper and get more rooted, Right? This is what we're here today, or, or our theme for the year is to be rooted, amen. Somebody say rooted. Come on, we got to get rooted into the Word of God. It can't just be a, a banner on the wall. It can't just be a saying that we say. It has to be within our spirits. God, I want to get rooted in you, God. I'm going through a hard time. I'm going through a season. I'm going through a struggle. God, help me to root myself in you. And as we go deeper, church, let me tell you, that old man, that old woman gets buried. Come on, somebody. Come on, that old man, that old woman, the one that, that causes all the grief, uh, that causes all the funk, uh, that causes all the, the struggles, amen. That person, as you go deeper with God and root yourself in Jesus, amen, that old person starts to root itself deep and away from you. And you start to grow up into the new you, right? Jesus says, if anyone's in Christ, he becomes what? A new creation. The old, somebody says the old. The old is gone. The, the funk, the attitude is gone and the new comes, church. But you got to keep Christ on. Come on, we put, we're good to put Christ on on Sunday morning. Come on, somebody. We, we, we're, we're so good to walk into the church putting on Christ. Amen. We can have our funk in our car, but we can walk in right through the, oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Good to see you, sis. Oh, she drives me nuts. You know, you come on. This is the funk. Come on. We, we can walk in like that. Or you just had a fight or have a trouble and there's no, and there's no problem. And then God comes in and he invites you to the altar, amen. And we sit there in our attitude. We sit there with our funk, amen. And we don't respond to the voice of God, hallelujah. And he says, I want to bless you, but you don't want to give it to me, so you're going to stay there. We choose to stay there, church. And he says, you know what? If you want deep transformation, then you need to bring all that to the Holy Spirit. You need to say, this is my funk this is who I am. This is, this is, this is how I, this is who I, fix me. God, I need you to come in. Holy Spirit, I need you to come inside me and fix me. Transform me. I, I don't want to be that man. I don't want to be that woman. Come on, as we get deeper and get more rooted, let me tell you, that will penetrate deep inside our souls. So it will leave a, a, a permanent imprint in the center of our brains and our reasoning so that we can delight, listen, in God's promises to finish what he started in us at salvation. Philippians 1.6 says, I'm certain of this, he who began a good work within you will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. He don't want to leave you the same. He don't want to leave you in your funk in your struggle and mess, he says, I want you to bring it to me and allow my Holy Spirit to live inside of you 
and let him change you. Let him transform you into that new person that, that he called you to be. Come on. And then once you invite him in, he's not going to stop. He's not going to stop, church. He is going to continue to work on you, work on you, keep chiseling, keep removing, keep, keep, take, take all that hardness away from your heart. He keeps working inside of you. He says, I'm not going to give up on you, daughter. The world may give up on you. Your family may give up on you. Your friends may give up. But I will never give up on you. What I started, I will finish, says God. And so you start to move yourself, and he starts to move those things. I'm not going to give up on you. As long as you're drawing to me, I'll keep fixing you. God wants to fix you. God wants to transform you. Amen. That is his promise. And he says, I won't finish to the day Christ comes back. Listen, church, when you're wrestling de with demons from hell, amen, when you're fighting, amen, against the devil himself, uh, you're going to need patience. Uh, you're going to need divine patience, amen. A deep, long-lasting transformation is characterized, amen, by the Holy Spirit's empowered patience within our lives. That's how change comes. you got to be patient with yourself, and you got to be patient with the Holy Spirit to finish the course which he started inside of you. That knowing... That knowing through the course, church, through the life that you're walking with him, you're walking salvation, amen, that God will start to transform you to that woman of God, to that man of God that he called you to be. Come on, we want, like I said, we want quick transformation. Come on, wives, bring their husband. Change him. <laughs> Pastor, pray for him. No, pray for yourself, Hallelujah. Come on, it starts with you. We, we want people to, we're, we're pushing people. You need to get changed. You need to get up. No, no, no. Come on. We want it fast, and sometimes it's a work. Sometimes I got to tell the wife, you know what? It's a process. It's a process. How can you fix up, messed up damage for years like this? It's not. It's a process. God has to remove one part, and when he finishes removing one part, he removes another part. He starts to chisel those areas in this life. And, okay, now we got this out of here. And now we got to work on this. And we got to work on this. It's a process, church. Come on, has anyone arrived in this place? Come on, I'm, I'm still a work in progress, amen. God's still working on me. And he's going to continue to work on me to when Jesus comes back. Every day is different, church. That's why we got to do what we need to do, amen. We need to put on that full armor each and every day. You got to make up your mind and look in the mirror. Today I get rooted. Today I fight. Today I don't give in. Today I'm not going to say this. Today I'm not going to say that. Today, 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 Holy Spirit, come in here. Transform me that when this happens throughout the course of the day, I don't react the way I used to react. I react by doing the truth. I react by doing the right thing. Come on, somebody. Transformation, church, takes time. Takes time. Man, I think I ministered a series way back then uh, that, that, that this, this race that we're in, come on, it's a marathon. It's not, it's not a sprint. We want to get to the finish line real quickly and say, okay, we're fixed, we're done. No, no, no it's, a, it's, it's a marathon. Come on, we're running this race. And we got a course to finish, church. But you can't just get there like that. You want to get there like that? You don't want to get there like that. Let, the let, the, let, it, let, it, let its course finish. 
Let God do what he needs to do. I don't want a quick fix. Come on, quick fixes, amen, that gets broken down the line. You ever did just a quick fix instead of doing the right thing or fixing it right, right? Come on, because we don't want to spend time. We don't want to pay money. We don't want to do all this stuff, amen, and the thing doesn't last that long. But if you did it right the first time, then it gets, it, it, you don't have those problems. We don't want quick fixes. Spouses, don't, don't quick spit. Not quick spit, but quick fix your spouse. Amen. Hallelujah. We like to quick spit our spouse. Amen. But, you know, don't quick, don't quick uh, fix them. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I need water. Hallelujah. I got no spit in me. Don't quick fix your spouse. Let God do his work. Be patient. Not only with yourself, but be patient with your spouse, those that are married. Let God do his thing. You ain't God. <laughs> Only God is God. Allow God to fix your spouse. Pray for your spouse. Hand them your spouse, and God will do the rest. It takes time, church. But you have to delight in the Spirit. You have to delight in the fruit of the Spirit within you. Amen. Delight in His ability to help you restrain yourself, listen, from speaking those angry words that you want to say. Come on. Stop you doing what you want to do. Hello. Come on. you got to delight in the Spirit. Amen. The fruit of the Spirit to help you with that ability. Delight in the courage that He gives you to open up when you feel like shutting down. Delight in his ability to reveal the sources of your pain that drives you to act the way you act. Delight in his kindness to expose the lies that you have believed and let him lead you into freedom. Delight in the ability to heal you from the traumas of your past and delight in the energy and the perseverance that he provides you to endure the seasons that you go through in your life. Listen, delight in the patience that he gives you for others who are just like you, church, uh, wrestling and fighting the snake of sin. Come on, we're getting mad at each other, but they're going through the same battle you're going through. Because we've all done things, listen, church, that we're not proud of. Be delighted in his great power who constantly works within us transforming you in the way that will leave his imprint in your life. An imprint for the generation to come and for this generation now. How many know that we need to make an imprint to this world who Jesus is? And tonight or this morning, this afternoon, I'm lost. Hallelujah. <laughs> Today, right now, Hallelujah. Finally, choose to be a generation changer. You must decide to be a generation changer by leaving a godly legacy for those to follow. Be a leader. Listen, you don't need a title. You don't need a position to be a leader. Just lead. Come on. Fathers should be leading their homes. Moms leading their children. Come on. We got to be leaders. Come on. Don't, 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 don't. You don't need that title. Well, that's not my title. No, no. That's your title in your home. Be a leader. Lead. If we can be honest today, like I say, we all have hangups. Come on. It's impossible to live in a bruised, broken world, amen, without being wounded. Come on. You go out there, you're going to get hurt. 
On the job, you're going to get hurt. Somebody's going to say something to you that's going to hurt you. Come on, somebody. All of us have here have said or done some things that have hurt those that are nearest to us. But that doesn't have to be the end of the story, church. We can decide to be a generational changer, amen. We can choose to deal. If we choose to deal with our hang-ups, amen, and we can do, uh, uh, do that, amen, and not pass them down to our children and our grandchildren. The dysfunctional family pattern that you and I grew up, listen, can stop right here, right now, today. You have to make that choice and say, I'm not going to pass this to my kids. I'm not going to pass this to my grandkids or the generations that follow me. I will make a change today. Come on, it doesn't matter how bad your backgrounds were or how jacked up your mind were. As you get deeper with God, amen, as we root ourselves in him, the Holy Spirit will help us through. As we cooperate with him, the transformation process begins. Tell your neighbor, I'm being transformed. Come on. You want to be transformed? You want that renewed mind? I don't know. Sometimes I don't, I don't like the way I think at times. Does anybody agree with me? Come on, there's, there's times that things just drop in my mind. I'm like, where did that come from? Uh, why am I thinking that? It's, 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 it's just things within our world. It's things that surround us. It's, it's our, our family. It's generational curses within our families that we have to break, church. How many know that you have the power to break that? Well, my, my dad was an alcoholic. My brothers are alcoholic. I, I guess I'm going to. No, you can break that. I broke that chain. I broke that generational thing in my family. I did not pass it to my children. I didn't pass it. I'm not passing it to my grandchildren. It can stop right here. It can stop now. Be the change. Tell your neighbor, be the change. Come on, we need to be a change to this world. His spirit will empower us one choice at a time. Do what is right regardless of what your emotions are telling you. See, as we delight in the Spirit's work, amen, within us, it lifts up our hearts in worship. God will establish divine order. Come on, that all, that, that, that concern us, all those things, amen. He'll bring an order within it, amen. But it will happen moment by moment. It will happen day by day, week by week, and year by year, church. You have to understand, church, that we're on the winning side. Come on, somebody. Come on. In Christ, we cannot fail. Come on. There is no failure in Jesus. Come on. There is no failure. There is no, no, there is nothing in Christ. Christ, we can do all things. Come on. Through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. Come on. We can do everything through Christ. Amen. Come on. The end story has already been published. The news is already out. It's already been posted on Facebook or media, whatever media page that you look at. At the end, Jesus wins, church. Come on, somebody. And if you're in Christ, guess what? You're on the winning side, too. That means you win. The book has been published. Don't you know what happens at the end? We win. 
Some of us have to be reminded that you need to read the book of Revelation and say, God, we win. Why am I tripping? Why am I going through all the troubles? Even? Why am I freaking out? If you're in me and you're with me, we're going to be okay. Come on, right, right here, they were de- making declarations over their final. God, you have always been with us. God, we have never been lacking with you in our lives. And God had to remind them that I'm not going to leave you either. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. You got to keep trusting in me. You got to keep believing in me. And I will do what my word says will do. When the word goes forth, it accomplishes what it says it's going to do. When God speaks something, it will accomplish what he's going to do in your life, church. We win. Stop looking sad. <laughs> we're okay. We're in a, we're, our team is undefeated. He's won every battle. He's won every war, church. He's won. We're on his team. Remember a couple of years, our thing was victory? Come on. The Lord's on our side. He's on your side. He wants to see you win, church. Those who are born with the Spirit get a reward. Anybody here born again? Hallelujah. Come on, we're born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Revelations chapter 22, 12 says, Look, I'm coming soon, and my reward is with me, and I will give it to each person according to what they have done. The reward is heaven, church. The reward is to be with Jesus forever. Hallelujah. Come on, John chapter 14, 2 to 3 says, My father's house has many rooms. If it was not so, I would not have told you. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. Somebody say me. Come on. And if I go there to prepare a place for you, I'll come back and I'll take you to be with me so that you can also be where I am. Come on, Revelations. Let me give you some of Revelation to you. Amen. Revelations 21.4 says, I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. And he, he will live with them. And they will be his people. And God himself will be with them. And he will wipe every tear from their eye. And there will be no more death and no more sorrow, no more pain, no more crying. All these things will be gone forever. Come on, is anyone excited about that? Amen. This is the final thing. He says, you know what? I'm preparing a place for you, and I'm about to wipe every tear from your eye. I'm about to heal every pain that you've been going through, and these things that you've gone through will never be again. Not to the place where I'm taking you. Come on, church. Heaven. (laughs) The goal line. The final destination. That's where we're going. That's what he's preparing for us. So we say I. We need to get the Holy Spirit inside. We need to invite him in. And he'll help you to remind you when you're going through your season. Remind you when you're going through that storm, that that battle, and all the things that we go through. Church, don't forget we win. In Christ, we win. That's what keeps me going, church. You know, it's not over. Two, he says it's over. Oh, I'm going to declare this over my home. 
Oh, I'm going to speak against that negative thing spoken over me. Oh, no, I, I, I remove that. I, I, I cast that down. I, 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 I cast it out of my house. I, every foul thought get out in the name of Jesus. No, my marriage will not end. It will survive. Amen. My kids will be saved. My son will be delivered. My daughter will be set free. You got to declare these things over and over because his word says he's going to do these things to us. But we have to believe. You got to be a believer. Are you a believer in this place? Amen. Then you got to make the declaration over yourself and deepen yourself in the Holy Spirit and say, God, you will accomplish what you said. I hope that you that stood up here for your finances just walked away like nothing. I hope that you planted a seed like God told you. He says he didn't give you a specific amount. You could have put a dollar and the blessing gets released. You, we got to listen to God's word, church, because he's speaking because he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. How many believe he wants to bless you? Come on. Be excited. Smile. It's okay to smile. Some of us haven't smiled for a long time. We forget how to smile. We're like, I don't know how to smile, Pastor. <laughs> I look weird when I smile because you haven't smiled for a long time. Ain't that sad that we forget how to smile? That's why some pictures, how come you never smile? I don't know how. Everybody smile. Count three. One, two, three. Smile. We see pictures like that. Oh, what the heck was that? Look what the world, look what the devil has done to us. He's taken away our joy. He's taken away our smile. Do we have problems? Yes. We're going to have problems till, the, till Jesus comes back. Did you know that? Problems will always be here, church. But we have Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit that can get us through us and put us a smile on those times when we're sad. I'm not saying there's always happy times, church. There are sad times, but there's someone there that can lift up your head. He's the lifter of our head. He can put a smile where there's a frown, church. And he'll get you through your season. But you got to trust him. Amen? I'm going to close today. I think that last amen was like, okay, pastor, let's go. <laughs> amen? amen? Oh, hey, there you go. Hallelujah. <laughs> now you're my old food. Food's coming. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're going to close. Can you give me five minutes? Can you give me five minutes? Can you give me five minutes, Sharon? Five minutes? Five, ten, fifteen, maybe twenty? <laughs> five minutes. We're out of here. Let our prayers listen, church. Be that he deeply transforms us as we go deeper. Come on, let, let it not be a series, okay, we hear him, we're going deeper. No, let it be a prayer that God transform me as I'm going deeper. Because you're the one that reveals, you're the one that empowers, you're the one that, that, that re, uh, releases, and you're the one that transforms. God, I, I, want you, I want to go deeper in you, so I want transformation to happen inside of me. Come on, that the Holy Spirit would heal those emotional memories. Listen, so that you don't have to overreact to people and situations in the past. Come on. We, I, I don't want to react like that anymore when that's mentioned. I don't want to go back again when that's mentioned. I don't want to go feeling the way I felt when that's mentioned again. God, help me in that. Heal my emotional memories. 
And that you welcome him to renew your, your conscience and unconscious mind, amen, to reveal the, the twisted ways of thinking in the light of his truth. God, expose those, those dark areas in my mind with the light of your truth by the word as you speak. Let, it, let me see those hidden things. That's why I like David's prayer. God, God, reveal those deep things in my heart. Expose those things that are hidden. That way you can expose them and put me on the path of everlasting. God, I don't want to hide anything. And there's things that we don't even know, but the Holy Spirit knows. And if you ask him, he'll, he'll reveal them. What are the deep things? God, show me the, the deep things of my heart. Ask him to grant you strength to make decisions based on what is right and true rather than your emotions. Come on, our emotions mess us up, church. It causes more problems if we just simply just take a pause. I was telling the guys at Goldman, you know what? We had the thing, remember J, uh, WWJD? What would Jesus do, right? It was a chain. We thought it was all cool, but it was really a reaction that God wanted to tell us. Why don't you stop and think what Jesus would do at this moment right now? He wanted us to get a, a mindset of Christ at, at that time and moment, not to react in emotion, but to react in the spirit. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus say in this situation? See, we got to go back to that, amen, not to start wearing it and not to put it on a T-shirt that looks cool, amen, but really think about it. He was saying right now, I want you to think about it. I want you to think about something before you react on something. What would Jesus do? Ask him to give you the strength, church, and then thank him for being so patient and gracious towards you. Oh, my Lord. Father, thank you. For being patient with this knucklehead. Come on, I, I, can, I can be a knucklehead, amen. I know that you can too, hallelujah. Come on, we, 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 man, thank you so much for never, listen, never giving up on me. I, I believe that word, that what he starts, he'll finish. And I, I thank God so much that he loves me so much that he doesn't just leave me. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Amen. Thank you for helping me. And I know that it's a transformation. It's one day at a time, God. But transformation, church, comes when we stop our denial and face our reality and deal with our hang-ups. Come on. Deal with your funk. Don't hide the funk. Let me tell you, I can still smell it. Come on, just because we put on, uh, 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 dress ourselves nice, and we're now we're combing our hair, hallelujah, and all this stuff, and we look good on the inside, but it's the inside that stinks. Stop hiding it and say, this is who I am. This is my funk. Heal me. I don't want to just look good on the outside, but in my inside as well. Then delight in the Spirit's work within us and finally decide to be that generation changer that will leave a godly legacy for those to follow. Church, our children are following behind us. Moms and dads, what kind of legacy are you leaving for them to follow? Will they see just the upbringing of a house that's broken because of your past generation of your families? Will they see the, the husband that goes off or and, and, and either says things wrong in the house or does things wrong. We're going to give them that imprint that we, I'm talking we as churchgoers, we are Jesus followers. We as claim to be disciples, amen, yet we're living like the world in our homes. 
There's something wrong there, church. There's something wrong there if we can't control this. Right? I told the men on, on Thursday that if we can't control this, we are spiritually immature. And when we can control this, we are perfect. Perfect in God. Not perfect as a person, but spiritually mature as a person. That's why we got to think, what would Jesus do if my spouse reacted like that towards me? What would he say back? What would he do in this situation?